Shut up and sit down. What is up, everyone? Welcome to episode 28 of the STS Guys. I am Jeremy. Hey, it's Larry. Hey, guys, it's Nate. And I'm Scott. And we are the STS Guys. Whoa, what a week, guys. What a week it's been. It's been crazy. Crazy, what crazy, crazy. <laughs> it's been a good week. I think we dropped a pretty important video this week, didn't we? We did drop a pretty important video. So what was that video that we dropped, though? What could you be talking about? Yeah. I think he's talking about the Super Mega Batman prize pack giveaway. What? Wait, did you say Super Mega Batman prize pack giveaway? I think he said Super Mega Batman prize pack giveaway. I think he did say Super Mega Batman prize pack giveaway. <laughs> well, Ooh. I did say Super Mega Batman prize pack giveaway. Uh, we dropped that video on Wednesday and we've kind of blown up. <laughs> we've had a tons of new. So, shout out to all our new subscribers. Um, specifically on YouTube, but like we got a ton of new followers on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook too. So thanks everybody. Hey, and Twitch. Uh, Don't forget about our, oh, our, and our Twitch and yeah. SoundCloud. Um, yeah. So thank you guys for following through on all those actions through Gleam um, by going to stsguys.fun and entering and doing those actions. You got a bunch of entries. Um, there's still like more than two weeks left to enter. So uh, there's some daily entries too. Um, if you just go check out that video. Uh, you can win a Riddler, Funko Pop Chase, uh, another Batman Pop, some salt and pepper shakers, a watch, comic book, uh, keychains, right? Bottle opener keychains, uh, koozie, can koozie, and like it's, it's almost 10 items, I think. Um, so uh, if you're a Batman I... fan or you like pops, uh, Jeremy's got the box right there. Like it's got a ton of Comics. really cool stuff in it. Comics. We it made sure it was super mega. mega. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. The oh, Super Mega SDS Guys contest today. And one thing, too, to, the, what we've just named off is not the all-inclusive stuff. As we get closer to that two-week date, if we find more Batman stuff, it's yeah, going like, in that box. Like uh, this print, this Chris Ecto signed print, that is going Ooh. in the giveaway as well. Whoa. That's Joker. That's well, new Batman. That is new. Yes. Awesome. So as we go through our stash of different things, if I find Batman stuff, it, it will go in the... Uh, It'll go in the box as well, and I'm sure that's going to be the same for everybody else. Yeah, th there's yeah. still room in this box. <laughs> there's a lot of room in that box. Yes. So Actually. All right, guys, we have a mission. Our Super Mega Batman prize bag giveaway needs to be a little bit more Super Mega. All right. Fill I think we can you. do it. I think you guys can do it. So so would it be the Super Mega Ultra? <laughs> well, are we, adding a, are we adding a new Whoa. layer to the giveaway? <laughs> no, we... Yeah. So... so this week was the first time we've been able to do our little shtick correctly in a very long time. I'm not adding an extra word to it. <laughs> I tried to do it on Twitter the other day, but apparently you guys didn't notice and catch on. So it died at me. Yeah. Uh, me and Twitter aren't friends. Yeah. It's all right. I, uh, I was talking to myself. That happens. That tends to happen from time to time. That, it happens a lot. That works really well when you're, you know, you're kind of in control of most of the social media, and you have multiple yes. accounts. You can. Yes, kind of, I was talking. I was. Uh, Larry account was replying to SDS guy's account, and he thought it was hilarious. Wow, I th I, I, I would think it was pretty hilarious. Too. Now I feel bad. And now I will go on and comment. Did he you can keep? You can keep it going. It's never too late. Keep go. Keep keep it going. Keep it just, going. Just keep it flowing. Nobody knows. Yeah. All right, so well until, until now, until now. Uh, okay. Also, just to kind of let everyone know that's that's in the stream right now. Um, I'll, I'll make this announcement a couple times throughout the throughout the podcast. You want to stick around for the the entire podcast because we do have a a small little 
small little giveaway uh, on uh, on this live stream. So uh, it will be giving something away at the end of the live stream. Um, it's pretty cool. Um, Nate actually tried to get it for me. <laughs> <laughs> kind of jokingly, but yes, I did. It was, yeah, that that was not a joke, Nate. That was the that's when you like you call somebody out, and when they get offended, you're like, oh, just joking. Jk, <laughs> Jk. Like the worst form of passive aggressive. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. <laughs> so I'm going to do our quick reminder that if you are listening to us on iTunes or SoundCloud or some audio version, uh, we now record our weekly podcast live on YouTube. So you can join our YouTube channel, sub us up, um, and watch us live every, usually Friday or Saturday night. Um, so that's who we're talking to in the comments and talking to each other. We got video. Um, the reason I say that is I wonder if, YouTube is going to flag us for copyright violations because Jeremy is streaming uh, the Doctor Strange movie in his background. It's, I wonder if that's enough for YouTube to pick up and be like, ah, you're trying to steal from Marvel. Oh, I have not. I don't want to do that. Don't want to say. Now you just verified it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. now, you said, now you said Doctor Strange, so now yeah. it's going to... I now, really feel. I really feel like, even though it's at a weird angle, I, I think they're going to they're going to tag it. Just like, you know... Uh, like the Splatoon live streams I've done when I was playing Splatoon, it's not even just the audio that they pick up. It's the the images that uh, Nintendo somehow is synced up with YouTube, where if it does the images in the right order or whatever, it knows that it's a Nintendo property and it's flagged and you can't monetize. Well, so we, we, we just took care of that. Too. Now we're yeah. all on the Xbox One home screen. <laughs> nice. You just ruined it. Yeah. Larry, Larry come on. They're going to still Jeez. find us for that, like... 30 seconds that you could probably see total of that movie. <laughs> yeah. Done. Comics us. with Bueller. Hey, what's up, man? Brian, Rainey, thank you for the shout out. What's up, guys? Thanks for hey. the shout out, Brian. Hey, yeah. guys. Uh, thanks, Brian, for all the tweetings for our contest, too. Thanks, man. We appreciate Dude, that. Brian's a tweet machine. Like, yeah, he is. is a tweet machine. He is like a giveaway master by now. Yep. He knows the ropes. All right. So, uh, uh, what is uh, on the docket for this week to talk about? What do we got? Well, I just well, watched the Deadpool two trailer this morning. So, so Larry, Ooh. you finally broke down. Uh, it was I like I saw a drop. I just didn't. I uh, I had this week off of work, no work, because it was spring break. So kind of my schedule was all screwed up because you know spring break. Woo! Spring Woo. break. And in the Deadpool, I mean, like it's funny that you say that, Scott. Like, oh, you actually watched it. It's not one of those movies where I'm too worried about being spoiled. It's weird. Like Infinity War, I feel like there's going to be so many pivotal moments that I'm more worried about being spoiled for that. But Deadpool 2, it's like, that's just going to be fun. You know, I don't really care. Yeah, if I, I agree. See something. I think maybe maybe Homecoming, right? Last week, we, we talked about how Nate and I didn't want to watch the Infinity War trailer because that Spider-Man Homecoming trailer spoiled so much of the movie. I think Homecoming's a lot closer to Infinity War. Um, Deadpool's over there being like the weird step cousin or something. So I trust Fox and, and them not messing up Deadpool trailer more than I trust uh, Kevin Feige in the MCU world for messing up that Infinity War trailer. Well, and yeah. let me know if you if you think this, Larry. Is, is it because, like I said, Deadpool, you don't see connected to anything, so it's basically just, hey, it's its own standalone thing, so whatever happens, happens. Versus, like the MCU movies, like I said, you're kind of seeing them intertwine, so you've, you've basically invested so much into this journey that is Infinity War that, like I said, you don't want it to be spoiled. 
10 years. Yes, 10 years of my life are kind of right invested in this winding road to get us to this point. And yeah, I just want to I want to experience the most as I can out of that movie without uh, hopefully too many spoilers. I like the stupid thing is like, I don't know if Nate feels the same way, but like, I know I didn't watch the trailer, but there's been so many memes and images and captures and stuff like uh, that I've seen on Instagram and all the other social media that I feel like I pretty much just watched the trailer anyhow, but Mm -hmm. whatever, man. Yeah, Jeremy, you kind of hit the nail on the head. I think it's just a buildup to Infinity War for me that's scaring me to watch the trailers. But I did break down and actually watch it because to Larry's point, I've seen so many screen captures, so many like small little clips that I pretty much saw the whole trailer anyways. And, you know, now that I've seen it, there's a couple of things I'm thinking might be happening, but it actually didn't spoil yeah. a ton for me. See, like, yeah, that's what I was telling that's what I was telling you. I said it's not it's not really super spoily like like yeah. some of the other trailers have been. It's like it's a lot of like Oh, they make you think this is going to happen, but that's not going to really going to happen. Or you make you think this is going to happen, but that's probably not what's going to happen. Right. It's it's that whole thing where it's like ominous music, quick like flickers of action, a little bit of the movie, and then you know like repeat that cycle a couple times over, and then end with something that could be potentially spoilery. Uh, yeah. Drew, we love you too. Drew, hi, Drew. Hi, Drew. Patreon level Drew. six Drew in the house. And Running Man. What's going on? What did so, Running Man ask? Uh, what time is Toys R Us going to sell the flocked Funko Jeffrey? I, um, I don't know and I don't care. Because you know what? Me and Jeremy already got that through Funko Shop like a week <laughs> and a half ago. So. And, Honestly, like I, I've heard rumors, but I haven't been paying any attention because I don't need it. I think yep. it's like 3 a.m. Arizona time. Um and I have really? still yet to, that's, that's I, I've heard. I have still yet to figure out if I got one or not either. <laughs> so, oh right, yeah, I forget about that. It was in Scott's cart, and like you got charged, right? Or at least I, I did. Charge. I you know it was a pending charge, and I haven't gone in and looked to see if it actually like processed through. But uh, I'm hoping it's coming. I haven't got mine yet. So yeah, neither have uh, I. Uh, that, it, which is kind of weird for a Funko Shop item, because um, yeah. nor- normally I get those pretty fast. Uh, Plus, that was. That one Go dropped ahead, on man. that one dropped on Friday. Um, I just got uh, the lucky, the glow and dark lucky from Lucky Charms uh, that dropped that Wednesday, two days before. I just got that in the mail yesterday, so uh, right. I bet early next week our our Jeffries uh, will be showing up. And just so everybody knows, uh, I'm actually saving up all my Funko Shop items, and I'm going to do a kind of a large Funko Shop unboxing video, mail call kind of thing later on this week. Nice, nice. I, I think everything that's going on with Toys R Us, it's going to be hard to find that Jeffrey in store because I think supplies is kind of weary at this point as far as which Toys R Us stores are getting new supplies because they're trying to liquidate. Well, I, I think oh, it's, yeah. I think it's that, but I also think you have now have the problem of the employees. Like I said, you have the employees that no longer said so they didn't give a shit before about anything. They really don't give a shit about anything now. No, um, yeah, like they're done like so th- their buddy that basically wants to like hey you know what give me a heads up on when i can come and buy the case hey they're getting the call and they're getting the case of and, and they're getting the case of, they're never making it to the, to the store shelves right hello heather bradshaw what's going on thanks for joining from she the says, rest room. in peace jeffrey yeah that's sad it is sad you know you think about it toys r us i went there a couple weeks ago that's might be my last time ever going to that store i have no interest in going back yeah i mean just just, me just because like we we all went uh like what a week and a half ago um to one of the stores that had already announced that they're going to be closing and it was just so picked over and i've already heard that uh it's it sounds like all the stores that 
uh, were supposed to stay open started putting their stuff on clearance yesterday on Friday. Um, and, and I think they're already starting to get picked over. I might stop by just to stop by, but I'm not in a hurry. Yeah. It was kind of really sad. I noticed that uh, online, a lot of people had showed that they had started with like a 10 to 20% discount on all yeah. of the stuff on it most was, of the stores. Like, but, but there was a line outside on Thursday and Thursday wasn't even the right day. So all those people were pissed. And then they lined up again on Friday to save 10% pass. Yeah, and the saddest thing in that's, that's the busiest I've ever seen Toys R Us. Is yes, look right. that's why it's sad. You people didn't care about it two weeks ago or a yeah, month yeah. ago, but you know, and it's, now it's, it's dead. Because it, no one really wants to like, no one buys anything at really like Toys R Us. You take your kid there so they get like awestruck by the giant store, and then you go buy it on Amazon or Target where it's like ten bucks cheaper. Yeah, like that's the oh. that's just the way it goes. Well, they've always had consistently higher prices than most other stores surrounding them. Well, I, oh, yeah. Larry, I don't know if I was talking to you. I know I was talking to, to one, of, one of you guys about it. Uh, it. It was in regards to, like, if they just made the Toys... Like I said, the thing that would have, I think would have saved Toys R Us is if they basically would have made Toys R Us, like, went back to kind of what you were saying, Nate, is the experience. Make it, like, someplace where you could spend the entire day there. Almost like an Ikea. Like you can t- you can eat lunch there. Like you can like you can do a whole bunch of stuff at IKEA. But but I'm saying is like, hey, you put a restaurant inside there. You put uh, you put like said just like some rides, maybe some like kids rides. So make making it like an entire experience, almost like combine like uh, Toys R Us, like an amazing Jake's, which is like one of those like kitty red parks, or and like then, a uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, like a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, you mix you mix all that together. You make it like an experience, so that way there's multiple different facets to it, and then basically you don't. You know, screw people over on the prices. I, th- I yeah, think yeah. I think that would have saved that. Kind of like a like a super mega Toys R Us, <gasps> right? Super mega Toys R Us. I super love mega. it. <laughs> <laughs> now, so Jacob actually brings up a good point. Jacob Luna, KB is coming back. I've heard yes. that too, and so, the timing yeah. couldn't have been better. Yeah, so I think they're going to leverage the fact that Toys R Us is shutting down to to pop back up and and start refilling some of those stores because a, a lot of the uh, KB toys that were in the malls just turned into the like the Toys R Us outlets. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I forgot about so that. So it right. should be pretty easy for them to just flip those right back around to a KB toys if they bought the name. Do you see that though as a kind of a dick move? <laughs> like, like absolutely. Oh. <laughs> oh, they're like the vultures for sure. The absolutely. body's not even cold yet. No. Yeah, I, read... I love how it was the day after when they're yeah. like, "Hey, guess who's coming back?" Yeah. I, I read that like this was all kind of in the works. Like KB was co- trying to plan a comeback, but it was like a long term plan. But then once Toys R Us announced their stuff, they're like, "Oh, we 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 need to accelerate this and get going, so we can hopefully get something open by the end of the year, so we don't miss out on Christmas." Which is a smart business move. But right. yeah, it was very, yeah. it was very kind of. I'm sure the Toys R Us people weren't weren't very happy. Well, but then again, I heard that they're still making billions of dollars or whatever off of this closure, so they probably don't care anyhow. Yeah. I mean, think about like what it takes for them to liquidate like the entirety of a store. Like, I- I'm sure that they're going to lose a little bit of money, but like that's a lot of product that they're just going to be they're just like ramming through the door. I mean, you saw people with carts full of stuff. Oh yeah, like, so they're at least getting. I because I, I don't know what they pay for the items that they they buy. Right, like it's clearly way less than what they're selling it for. So they may Ten- actually still be making money. 10% off, they're still making money. Oh, yeah. Right. Absolutely. Once it, it gets down yeah. to like the 60%, then it gets a little iffy, but right. like you're probably they're probably still breaking even at 60% off. Right. Yeah, like and the I'm one sorry. next to me, they were, they were selling like store equipment, like racks. They were yeah. selling like 
you know, all kinds of anything that was in the store was for sale. It didn't matter what it was. Oh, Jer- Jeremy, you got to go to the shelves. Jeremy, you got to go to the one by you because uh, they have one of the giant Freddy Funkos in their Funko display. I oh, heard somebody man. called dibs, but if it's still there, like. Dude, right that would on. be amazing. I'm pretty sure that store manager has a price that he would be willing to let you walk out of there with it. I, I, and I think you know that I would be willing to beat that price. I think you would too. <laughs> oh yeah, you're a competitive purchaser, that's for sure. Well, as a a Funko fanatic as the two of you are, um, I think that would be a great addition to either of your collections. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Totally agree. I don't know how tall it is, but that thing is is huge. They don't have one at my Toys R Us. I, I checked last week. Um, <laughs> so I'm not sure exactly how big it is, but it's probably at least 24 inches. It's, it's, it's a large, it's a large little man. It'd be a cool display piece. Yeah, yeah totally. it, it would. Um, I might have to do that. Um, also, uh, Jake Luna said to check out their Twitter page. Like I said, I guess their Twitter, I, I just pulled yeah. up their Twitter page. I guess the founder of Toys R Us died too. Yeah, yeah, he really? really? yeah. 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 Like last Thursday or something. Yeah. I think his name was like something Lazarus. Yeah, Charles Lazarus. Yeah. Chuck. That's sad. That's like, like again, I go out and know like you're on that like the thing that you created was on your uh yeah. deathbed <laughs> as well. Like <laughs> that, that kind of sucked. He didn't want to live in a world without Toys R Us. <laughs> Right, it's like the old man whose wife dies, and he just dies too. Yeah, no. that's I guess broken heart, man. Yeah, yeah. My Toys R Us is gone. Yeah, uh, Brian, Brian says the Toys R Us here is already wiped out. There are some outdoor summer toys left, but that's it. That's yeah. kind of like the one next to me, Brian. It was uh, it was gouged through pretty bad. I'm sure there's not much left at all. So no. the question I have is: the other day they started getting a bunch of summer toys in why did they bother like they're not going to be around for the summer i, I honestly like, I, th- I think it's just their, the, the way that their purchasing works like so I think right they, they had already but, paid the purchase order who's also the person that was like let's go ahead and like fulfill that order because you know you're not getting that much money back right like no. i it's it's one of those things where i i'm just very curious as to like did the person that was like sending all those like little plastic buckets just go shit afterwards like when he got that sent out i don't think he cared he, he yeah. probably knew his job was going away and he was just going yeah. through the motions yeah because that's what i was just thinking those little plastic shovels and like the the, the kitty swimming pools those are going to be the last things to go oh, especially yeah. especially because like we're in arizona it's 80 degrees outside but isn't the rest of the world like under a snowstorm yeah. They are not thinking about bomb cyclone beach gear. Yeah, right it's now. like the little cyclone, and right now it was uh, just the inside of my house is eighty degrees. I, that yeah. means the outside is hotter. Yeah, it was heating up today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Running Man OSK, what's your uh, Funko Con collection? We'll actually get to that question a, a little bit later in the show. Um, we actually have something. We actually have something kind of planned around that. So Th- this is one of the first days that we actually planned something to talk yeah. about. <laughs> Trying to make this as a little bit more structured. Like we could just go there because we're already kind of there. Yeah. Do you want to go there? Honestly, we we're not on Deadpool. We talked more about toys and Toys R Us. So (laughs) yeah, Um, we'll go. We'll we'll get back to Deadpool Deadpool. because we do want to talk about that because there's some some of the new scenes are pretty cool. But let's talk about collectibles. Um, So to answer your your question, Running Man, uh, it's Jeremy and I are the big pop collectors. Um, I don't know my exact count, but I, I. I crossed 400 recently. That's like kind of all in though. Like I collect dwarves and some other stuff too. So 
Uh, I'm like around 420, I think, give or take. I am currently, I actually just pulled it up, uh, 412. Nice, yeah. Nice, 412. So, well, that's, that's kind of an interesting story. So let's, uh, like, how, how, Larry, like I said, I'm, I'll, I want you to share first. Like, how did you get into Funko? Like, what, what kind of brought you to collecting Funko? Oh, man. Um, so it, it all started on a summer day. <laughs> Oh, no, sounds remember. romantic. Remember. Uh, <laughs> right. Trying to set the mood. Um, no. Uh, so my my very first pop I bought, uh, it was sometime like early 2012. Um, I was at Target and I'm a sucker for clearance items. Right. So Target had this bobblehead Green Lantern on clearance for probably like two bucks um, that I'm like, hey, that's cool. I can buy that for two dollars and stick it on a shelf. Um, so I did. So this is my first pop. Um, I know it was my first pop, and I know it is 2012 because uh, on my personal Instagram, this is like the second photo I ever posted on my personal Instagram was uh, my bobblehead Green Lantern. It was April 2012. Um, so this little guy was my very first pop. I do not have the box anymore because I didn't think I cared about pops. It was 2012. Nobody cared about pops. Um, I didn't even know for like I didn't even know for like a couple years that. Uh, oh, that the bobblehead version was a Target exclusive. I just knew it was there, and I bought it, and it was cool. Um, so yeah, that was my first pop. Like I didn't really get into it probably until late 2013, early 2014. Um, that's when I started picking up some pops. I uh, got a few good deals on Gemini collectibles. Um, passed on a few things I regret on Gemini collectibles. Um, but I'll tell that story real quick. So uh, I bought a metallic martian from mars attacks uh i think it is sdcc exclusive from 2013 limited edition at 480 uh, i bought it for 10 bucks on clearance um with shipping it was like 15 bucks or something but jim and i also had a bunch of other pops on clearance too including uh ace ventura for two dollars awesome right it's a 200 pop now I passed on it because when I added that $2 pop to my cart, it increased my shipping by like $5. And I was like, oh. no, I'm not paying five additional dollars for oh. a $2 pop. So biggest pop, I'd say probably my biggest pop regret. I've got a few, um, but I passed on a Ace Ventura pop because it made my shipping costs go up by $5. That was, was mid-2014 mid or early 2014. Funny that you say that, Larry, because there's this meme that I saw, and it's a guy looking at eBay, and there's one that's like three dollars cheaper than the other, and the one that's cheaper comes from like China. It's going to take two weeks, and he picks that one just because it's three dollars cheaper on the shipping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I, I I vividly remember that decision not to pick it up, um, but whatever. So yeah, I did that. Then like uh, I went to Phoenix Comic Con grabbed that compound hulk from the toy anxiety booth i remember getting my very first exclusive though on the way home from work one day at barnes and noble i got a black and white uh mm. black and white captain america from winter soldier um and then from there like the rest of 2014 it just kind of took off uh went to comic-con uh say sorry san diego comic-con in 2015 the real uh, one the comic-con yeah the, the only comic-con um and that was back when you had to run to the funko booth so Thursday morning, woke up, I don't know, three o'clock. No, it was a little bit later. Woke up at like four or five o'clock in the morning, got in line, ran to the Funko booth, got nothing. 
uh, Friday, woke up even earlier, right? Because I'm like, I'm going to make this happen. I got in line, like, it was like 3.30 in the morning or something. Um, ran to the Funko booth, got nothing. Uh, took four days, man, four days, and uh, still got nothing. So Sunday afternoon, kind of end of the day, right? Con's wrapping up. I'm walking by the Funko booth one last time. I noticed that line was empty. I'm like, they got to be letting people in. Um, so I kind of hovered, and they led me into the Funko booth, got my ticket, I almost cried, literally almost cried with happiness because after four days of trying to get into this stupid booth, I finally got into the Funko booth and was able to buy my 2015 Funko Pop exclusives. It was what? amazing. From So from that day on, like that, that day before, uh, you know, two days before I went to my first Funko Fun Days, that weekend is when I just fell in love with Funko and it's been like nonstop rolling dollars out of my wallet ever since. <laughs> That's awesome. That's an awesome story. Not only that, it's also getting other people to buy stuff too. Yeah. Well, yeah. I absolutely. It was not going to buy that Jeffrey until you guys were, you and Jeremy were both like, you should actually buy this thing, like pick it up. And I was like, all right, I'll go ahead and get the Jeffrey. Well, I like to tell the story about how, when I first met Jeremy, like a year and a half ago, <laughs> and we, we were talking about comic books and comic cons and that's, and that's something like, Hey, do you like pops? He's like, yeah, I've got about a hundred. And you just heard Jeremy has 400 now. I feel partially responsible for that explosion of Jeremy's pop collection. Uh, partial, partial. I, I, I blame Larry partially. Not, not all the way, but partially. Yeah, no, I, I'm not taking 100% credit, but I, I own at least like 20% of that credit. So, so running mask. Oh, okay. Uh, any autograph pops? So, Larry, I know you have uh, a couple autograph pops. I do. I, I, I had one up until last week. Um, I don't have it right here or I'd grab it, but, uh. I had the honor of meeting Goonies star and Hollywood legend Corey Feldman um, about a year ago, and he signed my mouth pop. Uh, it was pretty awesome. Signed in uh, gold Sharpie right on the front uh, to Larry. And then I think Jeremy and I both got uh, really stepped up our autograph pop collection. Yep, Jeremy's oh, got, got them in. Yep. We got the comic book men pops. So, nice. So those are Jeremy's got four and I have five. Yep. So got not a big. Pop. Not. A, I, I like autographs, but I'm not a big autograph pop guy. I usually so, go autograph comics or uh, like other collectibles, but like yeah, like pops. I don't usually bring those because it's they're bulky. Like to try to yeah, take they're, places. They're, they're hard. They're hard to bring places. Yeah. Right. So Larry, what's your favorite pop? Oh, good you... question. Um, my favorite pop. You, you would anyone like to take a guess of what it's from? Because you won't nail it. I'm gonna say a Fast and the Furious. Ooh, that's that's a good guess. I was actually um, gonna say Fast. And I was Furious. gonna say the Fast and Furious protos that you just had. <laughs> well, okay, Jeremy win. Like you guys win for that, but actual non-proto normal pop, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, that's why I figured no one would guess. I lo like. I'm not the biggest wrestling fan, but I like old school wrestling. Um, this was the one pop that I paid quite a bit of money to get at the time. Um, and I was it, like, it came with a video game. Like it came with a PlayStation game um, and a Hulk Hogan autograph picture. Like it came with a bunch of stuff, but altogether, I think I paid 50 bucks for the package, which is quite a bit of money, like a year or two ago. Um, but yeah, my, my favorite pop of all time is the NWO Hollywood Hulk Hogan. That's awesome. awesome. What about you, Jeremy? All right. So I'm yeah, gonna, I'm, I'm, that pop trend. I want to tell my, my Funko story. So right now, like I said, I will give anybody in the chat right now, if they could guess, what my first pop was, they they so they will they will get they will get the giveaway. Ooh, so Heather might Heather might be able to get it. No, I don't think I've ever told her that that was his yeah. first one. Um, but I know what it is. 
Can I say? You can't say. You can't. Scott. You can't win. Can, you can't win. Can I win so, a prize? So, so basically, let me tell people That's what the cheating. prize is. So the, the prize is basically you get the digital copy of Justice League. So Justice League came out Ooh. last week. So whoever we're gonna give this, we're gonna give this away at the end of the the, the podcast, anyways. Um. So so whoever. Uh, so we're gonna do a do a quick little random drawing, maybe a trivia question. Whoever uh, puts it in the chat first. Uh. So we'll give that away. Um. So, but any guesses? I'll give it, I'll give it a five minute, a five second countdown. So five, four. Come on, guys, guess. Just, just three, throw a guess. This first pop. Two. Just, just guess anything. One. You're not gonna get it. This, it's really strange. All right. So, no one guessed. <laughs> no one guessed. Wait, J- before you actually say what it is, we have to preface it is that it was purchased as a practical joke to mess with somebody. This was completely purchased as a practical joke to mess with somebody. <laughs> yes. This was not a serious purchase. Um, so, you guys ready to see it? Yep. What do you got? Show oh, my oh, God, oh my God! Brian got it! Holy crap. Dude, I said Brian oh, is the winner of the digital copy of... You win that digital copy, bro. That is amazing. So, that, <laughs> is, that is freaking amazing. Holy crap. <laughs> So, oh man! So I, I said I've only mentioned this one other. I said I think on our first or second podcast when we when we were talking about Funko Pops, I, I think, think we did. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the only other time that I've actually mentioned this. Um, so <laughs> yes, this My Little Pony Rainbow Dash is my first pop. Um, like like Scott was saying, it was purchased as a practical joke. Um, so you're not a you're not a closet brony. I am not a closet brony. Um, so basically. Uh, what what kind of the story goes is we had a, a new team member uh, starting uh, on our team, and so we thought it would be like you know just kind of mess with her like like hey what if we all say that we're bronies and what we're like really into my little brony and like said and we're and we're like so we're just we're so so into it um, and so I, I came up we came up with the idea of like hey let's so how do we prove this like oh let's just buy a pop like so that this was like four or five dollars on Amazon at the time yeah. They were not expensive. They were not all. expensive at all. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm willing to spend five dollars for a practical joke. I'm like, it's anything sub ten dollars for for a joke for getting somebody. I'm in. Um, so I got this, and then like I so said, we did our little joke thing, whatever. And I'm like, huh, it's kind of cool, whatever. I'm like, so then we started going through and like, hey, picking out random pops. So like we pick characters. So we made a list of every single movie that we can think of. And then we'd each, so all, all the four people on my on our team, we'd pick different characters of who we would be, and those are the pops that we'd buy. So I have Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad. Uh, I have uh, Thanos from Marvel. Um, we have, like I said, we, we just, we, yeah, so Scott was Deadpool uh, when, when we did the Marvel thing. Um, uh, we, I had uh, Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. Like I said, we just, like, basically picked random characters of, like, hey, am I, in this show, who would you be? And then that's that's what kind of pops we, we uh, kind of went with. Um, so that kind of started it. But then I started going into I'm like, man, I really like these things. So I'm like, I started to really kind of focus and buy like, things that I really liked. And so one thing that people know about me is I'm a huge, huge Kevin Smith fan. And this is what sealed the deal uh, with pops in general is this guy. So oh, nice. yeah, Silent Bob. So Silent nice. Bob, he sealed the deal. Like, you know what? I am forever a pop collector because of Silent, they have a Silent Bob pop. Who would make 
a toy from silent, basically a drug dealing <laughs> guy who doesn't talk in a movie, and they make a toy out of him. Smith. So I'm like, it's it's Kevin Smith. I'm like, oh, okay, it's it's done. Um, but I I I think I would have a bigger collection, but I split my collection between two different things. Uh, and so I have two other items right here. I'm gonna, I'll show you guys too. Um, so I said, other than pops, I'm a huge comic book collector, as you can see behind me right here. Um, the wall. Yeah, the wall of comics, which is I'm working my way out. Uh, so like that entire wall will actually be full uh, eventually. Um, but I, you got to go around the making fun pick like thing though. Oh yeah, no, it's, that, would be, that, it's, that has yeah, to stay yeah. in the background. No, no, it's it, I, yeah. I, I have a plan for for this that area in general. So, um, but it's actually what well, the funny thing is I'm actually looking at uh, the date on this thing I'm going to show you guys right now. Um, what hooked me on comic books was uh, an experience that I had 20 years ago. Um, next month. Um, so and I don't think any of you guys even know the story. Um, so the 20 years ago, like I said, I, I said had gotten, I had, I had a few comics, but I really wasn't into it. Um, so, but I went to this event at a comic book store that we had here in, in Arizona called Atomic Comics. So Atomic Comics was a huge, huge comic book store. Uh, they had this uh, super store that was in Mesa. Um, it's since closed down. It doesn't exist yeah. anymore. Um, so sad, sad story about Atomic Comics. It is, but... I said they. I said they had. I said this comic book store was huge, just because they had their their first signing event ever. Um, they had basically comic book creators and comic book artists come in uh, to to want to get the sign and sketch and get autographs and things like that. So I've had this thing for twenty years, and I've kept it in like pristine condition for twenty years. But I said I met basically the entire creators of Chaos Comics. And so basically everyone was there, including the band, because Chaos Comics had, actually had their own band called Doomsday, too. Everyone was there but the drummer, because the drummer was sick. So that's the only autograph I don't have, and the drummer was sick. And I couldn't get the drummer sick, because I think he died. So. Oh, no. Um, so, cocaine's, a, cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah, so that that got, so that so that moment there got me into comic books. And then I said I, bet I buy like a few books every year, like, you know, like, like, oh, I got to love my first appearance of Punisher. And I said, I have some other ones that are up here and some, some more valuable ones uh, that are that are locked away. That's cool. Your collection has grown and it looks awesome. It has grown significantly. That is that is that is true. That's usually what happens. It very rarely goes down. It takes a lot of effort and emotional stress to make a collection go down. Yeah, the, it's it's super hard to like sell off something as part of your collection yeah and i think like sometimes when you first start collecting something you don't really know where you want to focus so you kind of go crazy and then it's not until you've started collecting for a while that you become a little bit more refined you're like okay i'm after this specific stuff so it's not as nuts it gets a little bit easier to manage that's but, where um, i'm that's where i'm at with pops yeah, that's where I've, I've, kind, I've of, kind of I've slowed way down. Yeah, you you slowed way down with your stuff too, Nate. Because didn't you right. used to? <clears throat> did you when I first met you, you? You were buying a lot of a lot of comic books, right? You had the whole the whole run of uh, New Fifty Two for Batman. Yeah, I still have the whole run of New Fifty Two for Batman. But yeah, you're right. I was buying way more comics than I am now. Um, you know, I was kind of getting everything DC, but now I'm more of just getting mainly Batman. You know, metal stuff. Um, so I guess I'll go into my collection. So I, I don't really collect Funko Pops. I'm not a pop guy, but I have, you know, my own kind of 
action figure collection. Um, you know, I've been collecting toys since I was young. I was really into uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was really into Batman. So those are the first things I started collecting. Um, mainly, let me show you. So I've got this cool Toy Biz Batman. This is probably one of my first action figures. Not this one because this is a lot nicer. You know, when I was a kid, I ripped this open and tore it apart. And I played with the guy inside, but this is the uh, Batman. He's got like a bat rope in his belt here. I played with this thing endlessly. So I had a lot of the Toy Biz figures. I had a lot of the Kenner figures. Um, this Joker here from Kenner. Uh, I collected a lot of this stuff when I got older, um, carded, just because I, I appreciated it so much. So I've got this Sky Escape Joker from the Kenner Dark Knight series. Um, I've got this one loose, too. And then I was also uh, really into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm not as much into it now, but I still love uh, turtle stuff. So I've actually got a NECA set that I got from San Diego Comic-Con. But my first stuff that I really got into were the giant TMNT. I don't know if you guys remember them. <clears throat> but they're from like 1989. <clears throat> they were giant size figures of the Playmates because Playmates made the original 10. But then they made like these giant versions and they had all four turtles and then Bebop and Rocksteady. So I'm not going to show you all of them, but I do have this Donatello. Nice. Um, I, remember that. I remember those. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I totally those. remember them. I, <clears throat> yeah. I didn't have the, the, the cool parents to give me those, but I had friends that had them and I was always so goddamn jealous. <laughs> These are like, so this is another thing I acquired later on. Like I had these when I was a kid, but like I said, I got it all tore up. I didn't have the whole set, but I got the whole set of these just randomly from a local guy for a really, really great price. So I've got all uh, six of those. And then <clears throat> if you've watched some of my unboxing videos, you know now that my big thing is Mezco. And that's pretty much all I collect. Um, I collect other action figures. I started with DC stuff. I had some NECA stuff. I got into toy photography. Um, and then I found this Mezco, uh, the Dark Knight Returns Batman. So it's like the old man Bruce with the bulky suit. Um, I loved that comic. That was one of my favorite comics. It still is one of my favorite Batman comics, uh, the Dark Knight Returns. Um, and I saw that Mezco made this figure and I just fell in love with it when I saw it because I saw some guys were taking some pictures of it. And then that kind of just started the whole Mezco fanatic in me. Um, I'm a Mezco. I'm crazy about Mezco now. I collect almost everything that they that they uh, come out with, especially if it's DC. Um, you know, my favorite one is probably my armored Batman. Uh, this one's just so hard to find nowadays. Um, it's from Batman versus Superman. His eyes light up. He's got this kind of like die cast metal suit. He's really, really cool. Um, so yeah, Mezco, that's kind of like where my collection's gone now. That's what I mainly collect. And I've got Nate, about 15 of them. Nate you call has... It the, it's the uh, Do You Bleed Batman? Yeah. Do you bleed? Do you bleed? Nate, uh, Nate like I said, has unfortunately... So if if I can compare Larry to infecting me with Funkos, uh, Nate <laughs> has now infected me with Mezco. Uh, I actually... Uh -oh. as Larry, you actually don't even know this. Uh, I can attest to this. I, I, I didn't talk to you this week. Um... So I made my first Mezco purchase, a pre-order. Oh, yeah? pre What'd you get? Uh, a $300 set of Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh, oh so, I saw Nate post that on Instagram. Yeah, let me, this set is awesome though. So it's, it, you get all four Ghostbusters, you get Slimer, you get tons of accessories, you get the proton streams, the proton packs, they light up. 
It's the first set of its kind from Mezco. So I told Jeremy, I said, if you like the Ghostbusters at all, and you, I know you are starting to like Mezco now, I would recommend just hopping on that set because it's going to be something that will probably blow up when it sells out. So Most Mezco stuff nowadays, because they only make it once, they only have one production run. So um, from a collector's standpoint, if you see a figure that you like, it's probably a good idea to buy it early because there's, it's almost a guarantee that price is going to go up. Yeah. And the Ghostbusters are one of those timeless franchises. Like yeah. they'll always be popular. There'll always be people looking for uh for Ghostbusters stuff. Exactly. No, it, it, exactly. No, it's I'm like I don't know if I should do this. I'm like, eh, I want to do it. <laughs> Dude, it's Ghostbusters. I, like, I, I, I was, no I was one can be yeah. mad at you for buying anything Ghostbusters. Yeah, I was at work and I'm like, I'm like Nate. I'm like, should I buy this? He's like, oh, you, you should you should buy it from this uh, from Big Bad Toy Story. I'm like, okay, so. I went ahead are, and I pre-ordered it. What are you yeah, going to do with them? I, I, I don't know. Um, are you going to leave them in the box, put them out on the shelf? We you can make like a little idea. diorama kind of so, display thing. So, yeah. a, a shadow box. Um, yeah, shadow box. A shadow box. So Nate and I, like I said, we, I can build one for you. I will do it if you can do it get Ghostbusters 1. Yeah, Nate and I have been, have been talking. We have an idea. Yes. Uh, and Larry, like I said, you were going to love this idea. <laughs> Uh, so, so basically, we have uh, like I said, all the characters, but then they're in, in the box. You also get a Zedmore. Uh, so we thought about creating a new figure photography series called Zedmore on Zedmore, where basically <laughs> Zedmore hosts a talk show with all the other action figures. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. I like it. <laughs> and, and since we both have Zedmores, we're going to have one where they're interviewing each other. Yeah, so nice. Zed, Zedmore on Zedmore. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so we're going to come on that, but it's a pretty amazing idea. Yes. Yeah, so and so, then so we're gonna we're gonna actually construct a diorama. Nice. Scott can make the. <laughs> I'll build the box. I will. Yeah. I will. Dude, if you're gonna do a little like, I just think of like the old school like where uh, Johnny Carson yeah, was a Johnny Carson set with like curtains and everything right, else, curtains like. and everything, and then there was the other dude on the couch. Just have that another Zedmore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the guest sits between them. Yeah. Zedmore on Zedmore. Like I said. So, yeah. If we run dry of ideas, all we got to do is talk to you guys, and we'll have like ten or 12, fifteen things that we can do. Exactly. Oh my god, I would be the greatest for this. Yes, seriously. So uh, Yoshi came into the chat. What's up, Yoshi? Yoshi's up, Yoshi? a big live stream supporter. Thanks a lot for always tuning in, man. We appreciate it. He asked, "Is Batman's Batman everyone's favorite superhero?" Because well, mine is Batman. Um, that's my favorite superhero. I don't think it's the rest of the guys. We did we talked about that last. Uh, podcast uh who's our favorites so, so mine is batman and jeremy and i said spider-man and scott said a tie between thor and captain america that's right yeah that's uh, why my dog is named thor right um so yoshi also asked uh not sure if amiibos are action figures or not but i once had a spider-man action figure that when i was three i played with lol <laughs> um Amiibos aren't exactly action figures because they don't like move or anything, but I've got a decent. Yeah, they're more collectibles, right? Um, but I do have a decent amount of Amiibos too, man. I was part. I wasn't big into the Amiibo craze, but like I probably got at least a dozen or maybe twenty Amiibos. So I I just bought the Switch and I need to start getting the Amiibo thing because I found out you can get extra shit in games yeah. when you have them, and That's that true. has actually piqued my interest. Yeah, and I heard, I think the Breath of the Wild ones, like, actually give you some good stuff. Like, I think those are hard to find. 
Yeah. So Shoshi, I, I Yoshi sorry. said, "Sorry, guys. Go ahead." Oh no, I was gonna say I was gonna answer Yoshi's question about the the poster behind Nate. That is uh, the OG Batman movie, Batman. Yeah. yeah. So I've got a few different posters. I've got this is a Batman Returns poster. It's actually like an OG from like Scott said from the 1980s. Um, then there's a very small Star Wars poster next to that, and on the right. Um, this is a, actually a painting somebody made me of the Hulk and it says, stay back. Hulk doesn't want to hurt you. It's actually really badass. So thanks for noticing Yoshi. So hey, one, what's going on, man? Scott, job, 51. what about your, your, your collection history? So my history, um, well, you can see kind of a lot of it over here, but uh, I have a lot you, of like, are you, are you Scott? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. My bad. I thought Nader I explained thought that. But whatever. Yeah, I think he was going to it, and I was like, "Wait, okay." Yeah, yeah. I guess I was like, "Okay, I'll talk about it." So again. if and if Scott is now Chris, Nate is now Scott. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, apparently now I have lost my name in this show. <laughs> Go ahead, Scott. Chris. Uh, yeah. Please. I guess apparently that's what it needs to be. Uh, Chris, uh, you're on deck. So I don't have the traditional kind of collections that a lot of you guys have um mine is very strange as you know i'm probably one of the biggest gamers out of all of us and unfortunately most of my old stuff is actually locked away um but most of my collection is old school video games i probably have about a hundred or so out in the like in like a secure thing of the garage of like nes games like i have a very big chunk of of like the original like licensed games um and that's kind of where it started, right? Like back in the like early '90s, my parents bought a Nintendo, and I just got a whole bunch of games. And I'd go scour uh, yard sales. Surprisingly, back in the early '90s, was a great source of video games. Uh, and then kind of continued from there. I purchased, uh, you know, somewhere in the house, I have an Atari. Like I have, I have probably at least one of every system until it got to about the Xbox thing. Um, and then I haven't really jumped on and and done the xbox stuff since most everything's kind of dual anyway you don't buy one system um but yeah that's my my collection is is video games and i have sitting up in the closet over here and i can't really show it because you can't see it it's like up above but i have probably about two or three hundred just old ps2 ps3 games sitting up there of all you know jrpgs and a bunch of other shit so that's awesome. My collection is 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 video games, and yes, I have not done any streams uh, from from Yoshi because I have a four year old and don't have yeah. Because I have what's called a four year old, and I don't have time to do streams right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, what's your busy being a parent? What 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 is uh what's your favorite game or like your best find from the old uh, early nineties garage sale days? Dude, no, like so, that. okay, so this is gonna sound really really dumb, but. Um, my favorite game actually is one of the first games I got PS <laughs> like PS3. I know my wife's on the streets so like ah lies uh, lies. <laughs> um, yeah, I game all the time, but I just don't have I just can't put the streaming because my daughter's usually sitting next to me and she'll just talk into the mic. Um, um, so my favorite game of all time is the original, the first Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. That was I think my Back in the day when it first came out, my parents had bought me for like Christmas uh, the PS1 and Tony Hawk's is like a, a like a, a bundle thing. 
I played the living shit out of the game. That was one of the first games I 100% everything on that game. Uh, yeah, I remember when that, that game came out, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. You know, it's skateboarding. But I, once I started playing it, I couldn't put it down because I just wanted to perfect well, my craft and skateboarding in the game. It was that and, and then the music they put in. The, the Dude, music yeah, they laid on top of this that. Day, to this day, I still love uh, uh, Goldfinger because of that goddamn game. Like... <laughs> The, the songs that they put so that that's probably the 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 best or my the favorite game that i have um weirdest find is um surprisingly uh i have a copy of the original battletoads on nes oh, nice. it was a good game awesome. that i found like it, it had to be around like 2000 2001 that i was just at a garage sale and a person had for like 10 bucks you just buy this box of games and i didn't even have the time to go through it so i just bought it and a bunch of it was like they were clearly so area fifty one say duck hunt. Uh, that came, I have like four copies of that just because it came in the dual pack with a bunch of stuff. Everybody uh, had it. Everyone had yeah. it, right? For for whatever reason. Um, but no, this person had a bunch, and so there was a bunch of like unofficially licensed games that I had bought in this pack. So there was like this this game that was made for like christian extremists that was like you played moses and you had to collect animals for the ark i had that you i remember that game i remember <laughs> still that. do have it my uh my grandparents bought it for me bible oh adventures. my god bible adventures right <laughs> oh. so i got it was a pack of like those type of games like bible adventures bible adventures 2 oh. and like a whole bunch of other can ones. we can we can we and please then, do a live a stream toes of bible, there, bible adventures like, it was the greatest fight i've ever got can we do, please do a, a live stream of Bible Adventures, <laughs> Larry? I need to. Bo- I, I will have to figure out a way to hook the NES up, but I I will do a Bible Adventures game. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't know how to hook the NES up, but as soon as we figure out how to do that, uh, the trick is you have to have a TV old enough to have the right inputs and in, in on I, that. I will like go buy right... a TV old enough. Yeah, we no, I'm I'm completely committed to it too because. Yes. Uh, I told you, like, I, I, I'm kind of in the same boat as Scott. Like, I have my old Atari. My, my parents saved everything. So I have my Atari. I have the Intellivision. I have my Nintendo. I don't have as many games as Scott does, but I have Bible Adventures. And I wanted to, like, I thought it'd be cool to stream all that stuff. Um, but when I tried to hook up my Nintendo 64 to the Elgato, it, it, it worked on the computer, but it didn't show on my TV screen because my TV was too new. And, so and we got to figure that out. Yeah, and that's the weird thing is, so, like, Jeremy and I both have built emulators so that we can play like the old school games um on our tvs like old like actual retro systems because that game was not officially licensed there is not an actual like rip of that game anywhere no so uh so that is one thing so i did not realize that everyone else had actually known the bible adventures game yeah Um, it was kind of fun it was really fun it was it was kind of fun so the fact that you had to like use a rock to knock out like the lion because it would try to (laughs) eat you like so you literally had to like throw a rock at this thing's face to knock it out so you could carry it back to the ark animal abuse is okay if you're trying to save the animal oh yeah you're saving them i can hit you (laughs) in the face with a rock for the sake of christianity god told you to do it right it's okay so yeah, so that was like the weirdest fight I had is is the random Battletoads, along with apparently the greatest game in the world. <laughs> I'm not the only one. Bible Adventures is phenomenal. It is amazing. Um, that's a really good find for early 2000s because nobody nobody was buying NES games like, what, 18 yeah. years ago at no, all. So no. I'm sure you could get that stuff for dirt cheap. And Battletoads, I bet, is, is a you know, what, probably $30 game now, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's hard to find, but it's yeah. not like outside the realm. But yeah, it's, uh, you're just gonna pay a little bit extra for it. Yeah, yeah. But I love uh, me some Battletoads. 
Me too. It was a good game. What, what I remember keeping my system on for days because you couldn't save <laughs> to the point where it would crash and I'd get so upset. And I'd try so hard to beat that game and it was incredibly difficult. Yeah. So funny story about that game. Uh, apparently, it wasn't supposed to be as hard as it was, but uh, that was right around the time when uh, all like Blockbuster and everybody started carrying NES games. So they ramped up the difficulty in Battletoads uh, and a few of the other games at the time, but Battletoads was the one that stood out. Uh, they purposely ramped up the difficulty so that people couldn't beat it in the span of a, a three-day rental from Blockbuster. That's funny. Yeah, Shady. it was it was legitimately built to be like F you Blockbuster, like don't well, do that. Well, it's kind of like an arcade game. game. They just want you yeah. to keep sinking quarters into it. Yeah, yeah, like a like a, a Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair, the game yeah. is impossible to beat. Talk about frustrating games. Like, you need like at least like ten or fifteen bucks in uh, quarters at the the arcade to to beat Dragon's Lair. I loved no. how Stranger Things had Dragon's Lair in season two. Yeah. So, so now, if you go arcade games, the best arcade game though to ever play, if anybody gets a chance to to see it in in person, uh, as you all know, it, you guys can tell me what what is one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> we talked. We had yeah. a Christmas episode about Die it. Hard. It's yeah. Die, Die Hard. Die right. Die Hard. There it is. There was a diehard uh, arcade game. So if you go on arcade games, one of the favorite of all time, it is the 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 diehard uh, beat 'em up like arcade game. It was like a sort of like a double dragon style where you'd like go room to room beating the crap out of everybody in the room. Uh, yeah, but it was you were John McClane, and uh, if you're a two player, you're some random girl. I was. I it wasn't actually his wife. It was just some random chick that they put in there. Um, but it was one of the first games where you could get like the the fifty cal rifle, like the anti tank rifle, and shoot somebody with it. Scott, yes. I have, do I have a gift for you? I have the emulator of Die Hard the arcade game. Oh, because <laughs> they released I it on I... they released it on Sega Saturn. Yes, they did. Uh, yeah, so, so it was a dual release on that one. Yes, it was so a dual if release. you have that, uh, so yes, you're I, I, I put that on my uh, Raspberry Pi. I will put that on your Raspberry Pi for you. Yeah, I kind of vaguely remember that there was like two old school diehard games I remember playing. I think it was one of them was the arcade one. And then another one I think came out for PlayStation One. I want to say, um, do you remember that one, Scott? I'm sure you played it. Oh, I probably did. I mean, yeah, but that that was a really good diehard game. I actually played that one a lot. The, um, nothing beats that arcade game. Like. As you progress, you slowly like lost like the 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 clothing like he does in the sh in the show like <laughs> like the arcade was the bomb, dude. I sunk so much money at the local arcade into that that game. And Jeremy, if you have that, yes, you're sending that to me. Yes, like, I, 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 I will give you the hookup on Die Hard the arcade game. That would be awesome. Maybe live stream it. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, I, yeah. if I can find time when I don't have a, a four-year-old speaking into the mic. Yeah. You know, you can always call in sick to work. <laughs> oh, wait, yes, I can, I can do that. <laughs> Drew, are you still here? Because yeah. uh, if that's happening, I'm not actually calling out sick. Sorry. Just kidding, Drew. <laughs> JK, JK. JK. JK, everybody. Hello, uh, the Funko Corner. Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you, Funko Corner. I joined the Funko Corner's <laughs> live stream earlier today and told her that we were doing a live stream. So thank you for remembering and Woo! coming to check us out. That's awesome. That is hey, awesome. You joined uh, another live stream, didn't you, Larry? Earlier today? 
I joined a lot of live streams. I, I have spent my spring break on YouTube, Nate. I don't even remember all the stuff I've joined, all the comments I've left, all the Instagram photos I've double tapped. It's I, been a very social media heavy you week. You did the double tap, huh? Oh, yeah. Double tap all day. Woo! I thought there was one that you joined that would kind of stuck out to you. Uh, there was. I don't, uh, like the Pop Academy, I believe, was a really good stream. Uh, they're doing a giveaway right now. You can win uh, one of two Funko Pops, Mike from Stranger Things or the John Stewart Green Lantern Walgreens exclusive. They're going to have two. Uh, they're going to have two. two uh, <laughs> yeah, I, you're messing me up because you. I, I went the wrong direction. Yeah, so I joined, uh, I joined their stream, right? Um, I really, I really, something. so I don't know if that little pop-up shows up, but I really hope it does. Hold on. That's, that's great. Yeah, so Jeremy typed in the chat and the Google Hangouts to tell me what I was actually supposed to talk about. Thanks, Nate. That was an awesome segue that I murdered. Um, anyway, but those guys I talked about are doing a giveaway. Check them out. Um, but the most... <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> So set me up again, Nate. Set me up again. No, no. Dude, it's been derailed. Just go. No, no. Set, set me up again, Nate. So I know I remember before we started the live stream, you said, man, there's this, there's this, uh, this live stream I joined that was awesome. And I'll make sure, I want to make sure I say something about it. So tell us what that is. Thank you for that awesome segue, Nate. Yes. Um, about an hour ago, uh, I had the privilege of joining uh, one of my favorite podcasts, 100th Episode. Um, I was on Talking Pops for a couple minutes to talk about pops. Um, if you guys haven't checked out Talking Pops, it is uh, a long running, right? Uh, Funko Pop, the longest running Funko Pop uh, related podcast. Um, they just had their hundredth episode. They do live streams on Saturday nights, usually like two hours before we do ours. So uh, if you're into pops, definitely check them out, um, and then jump into our live streams after, and it can be an awesome evening of you listening to podcasts and doing live streams. So shout out to Mike and Josh. Thank you guys for having me on. What's up, Mike and uh, Josh? If you'd like to listen to it, uh, you can, you know, uh, all that hashtag I love Larry crew. Uh, please listen to that hundredth episode. You can hear me talk to those guys. Uh, it's a really good time. You can share, you can learn some things about me uh, that I haven't shared on this podcast. So you definitely want to go check that out. Awesome. Double life, Larry. <laughs> double, double live. That was the most amazing thing in the entire world. I think I butchered that. Honestly, when we do, like I said, our 50th episode, when we vote for top 10 SCS guys moments of the past 50 episodes, that's that's the least in the top 10. I don't know where it, where it ranks yet. But Larry it's at least butchering the, top the 10. one thing that we like specifically talked about before. <laughs> yeah, then I'm like, oh, I get to talk about this, guys. Guess what I just did? It was awesome. Yeah. Oops, my bad. Yeah, yeah you legit like texted us about it. <laughs> I was excited. Yes, I know, but you, <laughs> you were excited. And that and was an hour ago. Up, we set you up to talk about it, and you went the wrong way. Dude, that yeah. was that was like a whiff. If I ever saw it, speaking covered well, Larry. It's okay. It's all right. Speaking, uh, right. hey man, twenty eighth episode. Twenty eighth episode. I'm still figuring this out. 28 episodes. Can you guys believe that? Yeah, well, we still, we, it's been 20 episodes and we still don't know what we're doing. Nope. But man, you guys are awesome. Everybody that's been participating in the chat, uh, everybody that's, you know, watching the live stream right now, you guys are why we do this. It's a lot of fun. 
Uh, we glad we're glad you guys are enjoying it. We are too. We have met some awesome people along the way. Like I said, one another person I kind of want to give a shout out to right now is Casual Unboxing. Uh, we'll put a link to his channel in the uh, description below this as well. Uh, he's also going to be doing a uh, pretty cool giveaway that he's actually going to be actually kind of previewed some of the stuff. Uh, in a video uh, that he that he launched, so he's gonna be launching a, a pretty cool giveaway pretty soon. That's uh, kind of some like comic book decor themed. I would I would say so. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, that, so, no, that is like he can't steal super mega from us, but that is just about as super mega as you can get, man. Yeah, There's yeah, some really no. cool items. He went to uh, what's that store called? Hobby Lobby. Hobby Lobby. He went up to Hobby Lobby and picked up some really. Really awesome high-end stuff. So, yeah, check out Casual Unboxing for sure. That launches on April 1st. I promised him I will post that on all of our social media as soon as it goes live. Big fan of the podcast. And uh, to, to to bring that up, though, why does Hobby Lobby have, like, the greatest selection of, like, comic book decor that I've ever seen in my entire life? They do have some really great stuff. And it's weird that it is at Hobby Lobby. Yeah, right. But... Jeremy's pointing at stuff. I, these things are all from there. Uh, <laughs> you can kind of see, like, right. Wait, I'm very bad at this. I can't oh, it's do op- it. It's opposite. Right there. It's opposite. Uh, it's like it's back- a Return of the Jedi. Uh, like, the it's a movie poster, but it's, like, like etched on wood. Uh, yeah. So, it's like. Ca- that's the kind of stuff that he's giving Hobby away. Lobby. Yeah. yeah. There's a really, there's a really awesome. Um, like I think it's a metal sign, but it's like holographic. Like it, it, for Batman, it was really yeah, that cool. Batman, I'm, I'm that Batman sign Hobby Lobby. is awesome. Yeah, no, no, definitely go there and always look, dude. They have coupons all the time, but yeah, like Hobby really? Lobby has, yeah, like they have ridiculous uh, amount of like comic book and like movie theme stuff shit for like what they are. Like you wouldn't expect like to go there and find Star Wars and like Spider Man yeah. stuff, right? Yes, yeah, true. so STS STS guys road trip to like we already had a planned trip to IKEA, so IKEA plus Hobby Lobby next week. I'm yes, in. what? Dude, I'm down. Yeah, let's do it. Yes, we can we we can make that happen. Um, like I said, once I do my my updated 2018 uh, nerd room tour, like I said I will highlight everything that I've gotten from the hobby yes. of lobbies. Yes, it's surprising what you can find. Like walking through there, oh, it's crazy. It's absolutely it's nuts. like rows and rows of like comic book themed stuff. Yeah, they sell bright. a lot of cool stuff there because I've gotten like, you know, totally different, but they sell like 112 collectible props, like, you know, 112 scale stuff. I mean, it's, it's amazing what you can find at Hobby Lobby. So rewind that. What Nate is talking about is dollhouse furniture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can find the best dollhouse It's 112. No, it's, it's for little, Nate, what you're buying is for little girls. You like, know, it's like, it's you know, same, I have those in my house for my daughter. Like, it's the same things. Uh, do you, you have know, anything? Do you have anything cool that Batman can use? Um, I've got like I've gotten beer bottles from there. You know, like yeah, you get like chairs and stuff. You, you know, you phrase it that way: dollhouse collectibles. Yeah, it sounds a lot less cool. So <laughs> you guys should, should shut up now. <laughs> you should do you should do a shot of uh, Batman in Barbie's dream house. You can borrow oh. one from Scott. I dude, I I probably have some stuff that you can. Can borrow. I have some chairs and some no. tables. How about Batman asking Barbie? I'll, I'll tell me where the drugs are. My daughter's dollhouse. There's one like right there that I can pull out for you. So Batman, Batman needs to ask Barbie where the drugs are. Yeah. Um, the Funko Corner, Jeremy says that I need that making fun poster. Oh, this right there. right there. Um, if you want that, you probably want this too. 
So Larry actually has that poster too. I do. I cycle through posters though. I put my yeah. Aquabats poster back up today. Oh. I like to keep it fresh. So, so Larry, I think I'm actually, speaking of which, I am actually down to go to that Japanese pop concert, by the way. Awesome. P. Lander Z, Lander Z. And this, yes, guys, April Something. 14th. April yeah. 14th. Come hang out. Uh, it, they, they're weird, but it is the best live show I've been to. So ever. Funko Corner. Um, yeah, that, that, Oh, show it again, Jeremy. No, this... show, show it one more time. Um, so, unfortunately, that was... Uh, Larry and Jeremy got invited to the uh, Funko premiere of the Making Fun documentary, and that's the shit that they got while they were there. All right. Uh, Funko Quarter, remember when I, I told you that, hey, you should probably sign up for the Funko Forum? We got invited to that because of the Funko Forum. So, uh, cool stuff happens on that message board. Yes, where you get posters like this. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, those are cool. And random Freddies. And didn't you run into somebody while you were there too? Funko no, Powder, Mike Becker. That's really cool. The spicy tacos. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that is. We well. spent a long time talking about the the spiciest yeah. tacos. Not really uh, what I was going, Scott, but good segue <laughs> either way. <laughs> we we ran into Funko founder Mike Becker outside of the Chinese theater the morning before the premiere. So that was that was pretty epic. Uh, it was How good cool time. Is that? Um, so not only do you get to get go to some cool stuff, you get to meet some really cool people like Larry from the SGS guys. And Jeremy, Jeremy from the webcam guys. broken. And Jeremy. Jeremy's webcam broken. Uh, no, I was just oh, no. I was just switching it for uh for Funko oh, whoop. corner. Oh there. For the brief second. For the brief second to check out the So Yoshi, you asked um you might have missed you said you forgot to enter the Super Mega Batman giveaway. Uh, you actually still have plenty of time. I put it in the chat already, but go to stsguys.fun. Uh, there's multiple ways to enter. You can get daily entries. Anybody listening, go check it out if you haven't already. Already, uh, Look at our, our video on YouTube of what we're giving away. It's going to be an amazing giveaway. Yep. So, yeah, it was put in there, and I I, I dropped it here into the, the chat. So, yeah, stsguys.fun will take you directly to our gleam entry page and it walks you through all the different entry options i guess i don't know really what to call gleam like entry options i guess is the best the best term for it but uh you can go through and see like subscribe on on youtube and blah 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 there's there's several different things that you can do to 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 enter into that which if you're part of our live stream right now there's a really good chance you already subscribed to us on youtube and guess what that's multiple entries into this giveaway yeah that that gives you what five i think at least at least five entries yeah Yep. So that's a whole lot of entries for just doing something you've already done. You literally just click on stsguys.fun, enter your email, click a couple more buttons, and you're going to rack up those cool. entries. And if you're really hardcore and you want to get, make sure you win, uh, we've got daily entries too. So I think there's like almost 20 days left to enter. You can still rack up like 40 more entries by going to stsguys.fun every single day. Right. And that just is, involves uh, just watching a different YouTube video that we have, one of our non-live streams. Yep. Right. Yeah. Easy. Right. I think it's set right now to watch Nate open up a Mezco figure. So, uh, and Jeremy's opening up the BAM box. So you can watch that. I change them around every couple of days so it doesn't get too boring. But right now uh, you just watch a couple of our videos, like five minutes and you rack up some more entries. Can win those really cool Funko Pops and all that other awesome Batman stuff. Definitely. Um, So Funko, Funko Corner commented something else that I haven't read, but it says, so I'll share with you guys. I got to re-enlist at Funko HQ in June. So it kind of makes up for not going to the premiere. 
the 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 grand opening would have been pretty rad. Um, but yeah, I I kind of passed on that one because it was too close after San Diego Comic Con last year. Um, but the movie premiere was a little bit like we're in Arizona. It's a lot easier to get over to LA than it is to get up to Seattle. So yeah, um, I'm happy with I'm I'm really happy we got to attend the one. The grand opening would have been awesome too. I know it's on Jeremy's and my radar at some point uh, to get up to Seattle, whether it's next March for Emerald City Comic Con or uh, just on a random trip like over the summer. We, we both definitely want to get up to the HQ and just check it out. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when. Exactly. Well, I think I think we're, we're running out of time. We didn't talk about Deadpool. Oh, Dude, we, we have didn't. 10 minutes we to spend not. on Deadpool. All right, let's, no. let's, spend, let's spend some time on Deadpool. So... <laughs> I don't even know what to say at this point. Like, we've literally, we brought it up an hour ago. <laughs> here, let's talk about this guy. Right here, let's talk about this guy. What are, what are your guys' expectations? Because I know I was okay. Like, I didn't love Deadpool as much as you guys did. Like, what are your expectations? Uh, what do you guys think about Cable? So, dude, Roland is going to knock it out as Cable. Like, I was skeptical at first, but after seeing a lot of the stuff about it, like... I am very excited for for rolling. Yeah, so we're all showing the dipples. I'll bring this one up again. The taco truck. Um, pirate Deadpool. Yay! We all nice. have one. Oh wait, wait, wait. I, oh. I forgot. I have. <laughs> so you got oh the variant. I actually have one stuck to my kegerator somewhere too. I have a Deadpool over there. Um, I'm not gonna go get it. That's too far away. Um. I'm actually kind of excited to see that they're actually building the X-Force in this one. Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah. So I think X-Force is the big thing that yeah. is making me excited for this. All right, so here, here's a question for you guys then. So First off, Heather, everyone loves the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants reference. <laughs> um, do you, like I said, where do you think this movie falls? Because uh, with the purchase of Fox or Fox by Disney, this movie was already in the works and already being made and everything else, but by the time actually that was that was announced, do you think we'll actually see an X Force movie? Oh, I think we will. Yeah, no. Um, I think we will after this one. I think like, we will. If, this, if if this does well, we'll see an X Force movie. And and the wife just threw threw one of my little Deadpools. Oh, how yeah. sweet! Hey, yeah. The Q Fig, which is one <laughs> of my the I love collecting these things. Do you think an X-Force movie would kind of replace Deadpool 3? Because I think it would be hard to do both. No, yeah. Like, a Deadpool 3 would have to be X-Force, and he would have to be in it. Like, Deadpool's not always in X-Force, right? But, like, you would have to have him in there. Um, yeah. I think, Larry, if, you know, if it does happen, that's definitely going to be Deadpool 3 is going to be the X-Force movie. Because I think this is going to be, you know, at first... Even in the comics, Cable and Deadpool are not friends, but eventually they become teammates. So I think this is kind of going to be Deadpool sort of winning Cable over, or maybe at the end of the movie they start realizing, hey, we're probably more effective as a team than we are against each other. Um, so maybe he'll join the X-Force, and then we'll see where that relationship goes in three. Right. Right. I find it really hard to believe that they're actually going to try to do an X-Force and a Deadpool movie and kind of keep them as, as two separate 
things when they're trying to set it up in this one. Like, I, I really believe that it's just going to be the next Deadpool is going to have more X-Force people or they're going to bring in new people for part of their, their X-Force. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of hope they even just call it X-Force and you don't get a Deadpool 3 right away. Maybe you get a Deadpool 3 down the line, but like uh, on the cycle where Deadpool 3 would be like in two years or whatever, I hope it's just X-Force and they don't try to like mush it up or try to overcomplicate it. Just give us X-Force and the trailer and stuff. It's the same kind of trailers you're doing for Deadpool 1 and 2. A whole lot of Deadpool, a whole lot of jokes, a whole lot of silliness, um, and people will come. Yeah, I agree. So, and in this one, so I mean, they're really... At least for this one, they're they're kind of scraping the 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 barrel of X Force members because there's the the Japanese lady, and I don't know the actress's name, uh, unfortunately. Um, but she has the the electrical power, so most likely she's playing Surge, which has very little comic book time, right? And then you have Terry, so like Terry Crews as Bedlam. Yeah, as Bedlam. So you know, dude, that can. His powers to fire off EMPs, right? Like, is it's not they're not grabbing like the main ones. I mean, it, it looks like in from the, the things we talked about this before, it looks like we have Shatterstar, right? One of the main people from the original X Force that that's going in there. But um, there, there's there's quite a few little questions. It looks like they're grabbing some of the more obscure characters to bring back in. So hopefully we get a, a pretty cool set, but it leaves a lot of the, the big name people uh, for potentially an X-Force Deadpool movie later on. You think we're going to get a Gideon? You know, I think I, th- I think we saw him in the trailer. Didn't we? Like, you can, yeah, I can't remember. I mean, they look a little bit different from their comic counterparts, but and I don't know a ton about X-Force, but I know Gideon's one of the members. I know Shatterstar. I know Domino. I know Cable. Deadpool, but I don't know the smaller guys. Yeah, like, and a lot of them maybe have like their literal run from the X Files is in X Force, and then that's it. Um, I mean, Bedlam we haven't seen in quite a long time. You know, like I remember him in the '90s, and then really haven't seen much from him afterwards, or like early 2000s, and then he's gone. So it's mm-hmm. cool to see him bring back with with you know, obviously Terry Crews playing him. That's that's awesome. Um, and then we have, uh, you know, Pennywise, right? Uh, Skarsgård is showing up and it's, it's trying to figure out who he's playing. Yeah. I would like to know what character he is because he, you know, after watching it, he can do, uh, crazy characters pretty well. So I would like to see if they let him kind of flex that muscle of him being able to fall into another personality and really do a good job at it. Yeah. How, how, well, have they confirmed who Shatterstar is? So I, no, I, they, they, I, they haven't. I see so him basically. I think Surge and uh, everyone. They think uh, based on the the way he's his drop is uh, Skarsgård is playing uh, Zeitgeist. See, I don't know nothing about him. Yeah, he's a uh, another obscure character. So very. Uh, I I don't know. I don't see him as as that but like you know you can see the only reason we see Shatterstar is is actually there's a an image of them in the helicopter and you actually see a dude with like the yellow like full face headgear that looks like like a like a sparring like boxing set that you see on his face which is very much Jeremy can attest to this like that weird yellow headgear is Shatterstar like it's a significant like so you can tell it's him 
Yeah, like so right. he he's there and 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 Jeremy, I might be wrong here, but based on that, like, wasn't Shattershar and Zeitgeist like in a relationship he, at some point? I think so. Yeah. So um, I don't know. My early nineties X Force is like rusty. X Force is a little rusty, but I think those two had like a little like thing going on. So it makes sense that they might bring in a, a character to to play him, right? And Skarsgård would be, I guess, good for that. Like I, he, I, I think Skarsgård could play anything. Like that dude is amazing. So casual, what's up, man? We actually just gave you a shout out, man. Yeah, you missed the shout out, dude. You, you missed the shout out that we just gave you. Like I said, yeah. you're awesome. Uh, giveaway you got coming up. We're excited for it. Nate was drooling over that Batman picture. Yes, he, he was. That. We're going to Hobby Lobby next week. It's all your fault. Yeah, it's all your yeah. fault, casual. Except we're going to Hobby Lobby. <laughs> yeah, we are going to do a uh, a Hobby Lobby run just because of all the shit that you have. Yep. And as promised, as soon as that video drops on April first, we'll post it up everywhere. We're still like, going to enter too, right? Like yeah. we're going to enter. But oh, uh, I'm still entering your your contest. That all that shit's amazing. But yeah, oh, those yeah. prizes were awesome. But we'll definitely still uh, we'll post it up on all our social media. Yes, absolutely. And don't be too sad, casual. We'll have this up on our uh, you know our YouTube channel too, so you can go back and rewatch it and see what we said. And the audio versions will be able on SoundCloud and iTunes and Google Store, whatever you Android people use. Google Play. Go. Oh, uh, is that, that offensive? Sorry, Android people. Oh, hey, is that yeah. like hey. politically correct? Larry, as, I'm, as I'm holding up my iPhone. Yeah, I think you're the only one of the SCS guys that is not on Android. Yeah. <laughs> Android. Yeah. Android. Android. <laughs> Galaxy. Come on. So, cool. uh, super mega Batman price bag giveaway. Oh, yeah, we, all, right. So, all right. So Larry, I think we're at the point here. We've talked about Deadpool. We're excited for it. And Anything else goes, into a closing. Yeah, I think we're going into the closing. So it's Larry, you're the show master. Show master. Shill away. Shill away, Larry. Shill away. So guys, if you enjoyed this video on YouTube, please give it a big fat thumbs up. If you're not already subscribed to the SDS guys, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, check us out on Instagram at SDS guys on Twitter at SDS guys on Facebook at the SDS guys. And I am Larry from the SDS guys. Thank you guys for watching. We all have cool stuff to hold up. Say hi, Freddie. Woo. Larry, one of the original SDS guys. Hey, Oh, bird on Nate. Tiny ghost. Tiny ghost. Anybody like tiny ghost? Shout out to Bimp Toy, Tiny Ghost. Nice. All right. This thing actually has a pretty good bobblehead. I don't know if you can kind of hear that, but it's been clacking around my room. I can, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So we'll be All back right, next Jeremy. week. Uh, we I will post up on Instagram and Twitter and everything I just mentioned as to when our next live stream will be. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Congrats again, uh, Brian. Jeremy, Jeremy for, oh, yeah. Congrats to Brian for winning our uh, yeah, impromptu yes. for giveaway. the my- for the My Little Pony out of nowhere. I love Amazing it. Amazing answer. That was great. So congratulations, guys- Brian. Brian, you are getting the digital copy of Justice League. Yeah. If you guys Thanks. enjoyed that giveaway, let us know, and maybe we'll do some more on the live streams just yes. for live stream Ooh. viewers. Live stream yes. viewer oh, giveaways. And, uh, only. Yoshi. Uh, so my plan is for just something to go. Uh, one of the free games that came out was uh, Ratchet and Clank that uh, PlayStation gave out. Uh, so my plan is I am not going to play that game anytime other than when I'm streaming. So that should be coming out. I should have a stream of that game here out very shortly. 
Nice. Awesome. Oh, and uh, well, we haven't dropped too many videos, but we got a few. We got a few in the works. Um, I did do a Splatoon live stream last Wednesday. Uh, I'm gonna do another Splatoon Splatoon live stream uh, this week. I haven't decided what day yet. I'm kind of leaning towards Wednesday, but don't hold me to that. So uh, that's definitely coming. I, I don't know if Nate plans to to play some games one day this week too, but uh, uh, stay tuned to us. Hit that bell so you get those notifications every time we go live and every time we drop a new video. Well, Scott and I. Uh, so we have uh, Far Cry Five coming out oh, Tuesday. Yeah. So that that'll be something that that we'll probably stream. Um, and it's gonna hit home for me. So that's literally uh, that, that game is gonna be wonderful. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, All right, guys. So All for right. episode 28 of the STS Guys, I'm Jeremy. Hey, it's Larry. Hey guys, it's Nate. I've been Scott. Oh, we're the STS guys. Have a good night, everyone. Good night. Bye. Bye. Ew.